This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Sunday, January 19th, 2020. I'm Keelan Brown. The migration of Americans from high-tax to low-tax states continues apace, and state governments interested in growth and opportunity for residents should be paying attention. Cato's Chris Edwards takes a look at some of the new data. Some data that was recently released uh, gives us a picture of where people are moving to and moving from uh, among the several states. what are the biggest out-migration states right now? Well, there's about 600,000 Americans who move from high-tax to low-tax states every year on net. The biggest outflow uh, is from New York, and the biggest inflow is to Florida. New York's a high-tax state, and Florida is a very low-tax state. Um, some of the other uh, outflow states are Illinois, California, Connecticut, some of the other inflow states or other low-tax states like uh, Nevada, um, and even some, there's a number of uh, colder states that are low-tax are also in migration states like South Dakota and New Hampshire. So taxes are clearly playing a role here. So what else could explain that? Well, obviously, people, you know, move to Florida because it's beautiful and sunny and a lot of retirees uh, move there. Um, but uh, again, if you, you look at the, the detailed patterns that, for example, South Dakota is an in-migration state, yet all the states around South Dakota are out-migration states. The same is true of uh, New Hampshire. If you look at the 25 highest tax states, 24 of them had out-migration. If you look at the 25 lowest tax states, 17 of them had in-migration. There's a few outliers, like Alaska's low tax and it has out-migration, but that's probably because of the oil industry. Um, North Dakota, I think right now, has got out-migration, even though it's a low tax state. So there is some outliers, but generally, Maine is is the only high tax state that is an in-migration state. I don't know why that is. It's it's beautiful. It's got the ocean, of course, um, but there are some outliers. But overall, there, it is clear what is going on here. Uh, Americans are, are moving to low tax states, and if you the IR, in the IRS data, they break down um, uh, households with incomes over two hundred thousand dollars a year. And if you look at that group, it's pretty clear that the 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 pattern of people moving from high tax to low tax states is even stronger. So, um, you know, states like California have sort of moderate out migration overall. But if you look just at rich people, that's, you know, it's a lot, a lot stronger out migration. So, uh, you know, if if you're a state policymaker, uh, you know, the clear uh, choice might be, well, we just need to lower taxes, but is it is it that simple? Uh, you know, every state should always be looking to find ways to make their government uh, leaner so that they can reduce taxes. Of course, we want policymakers at every level to provide to uh, provide um, services in the most efficient manner possible at the lowest cost. If you look at some of the differences between some of the highest and lowest tax states, they're pretty stark. Um, New York, um, I, I've compared New York and Florida recently in a series of uh, uh, articles. Uh, all state and local governments in New York uh, spend $348 billion a year. 
all state and local governments in Florida spend exactly half of that, $176 billion a year. So New York's government is twice as large as Florida's. It's pretty remarkable. Um, if you look, for example, at elementary and secondary uh, schools, uh, New York, uh, New York and Florida have uh, similar uh, enrollments, about 2.7 million students. Uh, but New York employs 100,000 more state and local school uh, teachers and bureaucrats. The salaries are 70 percent higher than in Florida. And if you look at uh, Cato's done a, a good uh, report comparing the quality of state education, Florida's at the top high quality schools, New York's around the middle. So New York is spending all of this money on the, these government services, but they're not getting the quality. What's the the big fix for state policymakers that are concerned about out-migration? Out and, and what are the, the broad costs of that out-migration to states? Well, you know, the, one of the biggest concerns I think for for states like California and New York is that they're losing their their uh, their highest earners. Uh, they're losing uh, millionaires and billionaires. The uh, the media over the last couple of years has been full of stories uh, about how states like New York are moving their billionaires. Uh, Donald Trump last fall announced that uh, he's moving his uh, state of residence to uh, from New York to Florida. When when states move when states lose a very wealthy person, they lose all of their uh, their income tax. Uh, many wealthy people uh, give a lot to philanthropy. States often lose some of the philanthropy that high earners uh, do, and they oft often lose their businesses as well. So Palm Beach County in Florida, for example, uh, they've had a flood of hedge funds moving from the New York area in Connecticut uh, down uh, to Palm Beach in recent years. So rich people are moving themselves and their incomes and wealth, and they're moving their businesses. So high-tax high states are losing uh, jobs and prosperity uh, when they put these punishing uh, tax rates on high earners. Uh, only if a number of states have a state or death taxes anymore, including states like New York. Obviously, if you're a billionaire, you're, uh, re you've reached retirement age, you're looking ahead, um, you want to move to a state that does not have an estate tax. Again, Florida does not have an income tax, and it also does not have an estate tax. So uh, the patterns of movement uh, here are clear. Uh, High-tax states like New York, uh, the, 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 these problems are chronic. It's not like this is just happening once. I mean, New York is losing about 1% of its population to other states every year. Um, this is chronic year after year. It's sapping the strength of economies in places like New York. They've got to uh, find a way to have leaner government and lower taxes. There are a lot of young people uh, whose jobs are in no way tied to a location. And I would think that states would be would try to be aware of that, but it doesn't necessarily seem that they are. Uh, you actually get a fair. So California actually has in migration of young people. And uh, but then uh, because you, you can see this in the IRS data, which breaks down the tax returns by age. So California's in migration of young people. And it seems that what happened once people start making substantial amounts of money in California, they start moving out. Uh, the biggest out migration locations for Cal for wealthy Californians, Washington State, Oregon and Nevada. Right. You know, right next door with no income tax and no estate tax. So those patterns are clear uh, in the data. Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. And now a shout out to a Cato podcast sponsor, Brian Solomon. Thank you for your generous support of the Cato Daily Podcast and the Cato Institute. Our work is funded primarily by donors just like you. 
and your continued support is truly appreciated. So thank you. You can subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 